Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest week of the All Sports Podcast. As always, my name is Juan Rodriguez. People call me Junior, JR, whatever the case may be, and this is the only podcast where it's all sports all the time. So before we get into this episode, we got a couple promos for you guys. That is Eposky Custom Cups. You can find them on Instagram. They ship nationwide. And if you guys got any cool custom cup ideas that you guys are thinking of, Look them up on Instagram. That is Eposky, E-P-A-W-S-K-Y on Instagram. Following up, we got Custom Lily Creations. She is a t-shirt designer. If you guys have a cool t-shirt idea for either family reunions, birthdays, graduations, you know, sports, custom t-shirts, she's all there. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook. And she also she also ships nationwide. <clears throat> third we got happy hippie massage if you're in the rolling heights area of california you can find her on instagram she is a massage therapist and health educator uh, message her for her rates her hours what kind of massage she does and just everything all around so if you're in rolling heights happy hippie massage is your one stop for massage Next up, we got Prime Equity Mortgage. They operate wholesale. They work with 50 leading banks to get the client the most comfortable loan for their situation. They deal with FHA, VA, conventional, and hard money loans. They also help people refinance their homes. You can find them on Facebook under the Andrew Caseta Home Mortgage Group. And if you guys have any questions, you can email my good friend Jay Avalos at PEMTG.com. That is J A. V-A-L-O-S at P-E-M-T-G dot com. So let's get this party started. Let's get this weekend started with the best and worst of the week. So I'm always going to start with the disappointments or, you know, the worst of the week. Uh, starting off with Michigan losing to Michigan State 27 to 24. Now, this is a Michigan State team who got creamed by Rutgers last week, and Michigan just dropped the ball. Now, it's not so much the players. It could be a combination of both from players, coaches, but I'm just going to be here to say it now. The John Harbaugh experiment should be over after this season. He has not won nothing since he's been the head coach of this team. He left the 49ers to come back to his alma mater. He's done nothing. He's owned, he's he's winless against Ohio State. He has a terrible record against Michigan State. And it's the same thing every year. Michigan gets overrated and then they lose and then they come back to earth and everybody realizes maybe they weren't so good after all. I'm not saying that they can't play. I'm just saying that maybe, just maybe, People are overrating Michigan just a little bit. I get it. They were a powerhouse in the 90s. But guys, in order to watch them, in order to watch Michigan win their last championship, you have to get a VHS tape. They don't exist anymore. It's over. Whatever that 90s aura was of Michigan being the team, you know, from the Fab Five to Woodson and Desmond Howard, you know. Heisman trophies, national championships. It's not there anymore. Michigan is just another team. They're overrated every single year. And when they lose to a team they're not supposed to, 
everybody just starts realizing they're overrated. Next up, we got Clemson. Yes, I know they won. They won against Boston College. Hooray. They were supposed to win, even without Trevor Lawrence. But the whole college football world now sees why Clemson has to score 50-plus a game. Because that defense is horrendous. I'm sorry. Dabble Sweeney, you have all the talent in the world. All the talent. And now I'm not going to put it on a freshman quarterback because that was his first game and he did everything he could. But Dabble, you got some experienced veterans on that defensive side of the ball. And you're telling me Boston College is going to hang with you? I guarantee you. You, I guarantee you, Clemson has more five-star recruits in just this draft class or two draft classes than Boston College has had all decade. I'm not sure how true that is, but I will. I am willing to bet some money on that. But for Boston College to hang around with Clemson, so the number one team in the nation, because Trevor Lawrence went down or Trevor Lawrence, you know, got caught with COVID. So he couldn't play. He's not going to play against Notre Dame. Dabo Sweeney already said he's not going to play against Notre Dame. So that's going to be another one to watch out for. But for Boston College to hang around against Clemson. Clemson, your problems are more than just – if Trevor Lawrence is the reason why, then you guys got more problems than you really think. And now we should really be looking. Is Clemson really just that good or is it just Trevor Lawrence and that's kind of it? I mean, I get it. It's It hurts when your star quarterback goes down, but Boston College to hang around with you? Yeah, I'm sorry. You are not the number one team. You are not the number one team. That right belongs to Alabama. It's Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and whoever you want to put at four because that team is just one apparently one quarterback injury away from becoming irrelevant again. Lastly, the last disappointment of the week, the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots lost to the Buffalo Bills 24-21. to And they lost on a Cam Newton fumble. Now, I'm not going to blame this all on Cam. I get it. Play, you know, players opted out. Uh, your best receiver is 36 and Julian Edelman, and he's out now. I'm not going to blame this all on Cam. He does deserve some of the blame, but I think people now should really understand, especially New England fans. You guys are shocked that you guys are 2-6, and six, whatever the case may be. But understand something. This was Bill Belichick before Brady. He was an under 500 head coach. His record without Tom Brady was 51-66. and 66. With him, he's 128 and 66. So this should be no surprise, but unfortunately, there's some New England Patriot fans that were just watching football just five years ago. So they don't remember the Patriots being. I'll put it to you like this. If you would have asked a fan in the mid-90s to the early 2000s, point to the New England Patriots, where do they play? Nobody could tell you. They were just that terrible. They were just that terrible. And some of you guys are just way too young to remember how bad the Patriots really were back then. And some people forget that 
Bill Belichick wasn't really a successful head coach. He really wasn't. And, you know, for, you know, him getting the title, the genius that, you know, one day they're going to replace the Vince Lombardi name over, you know, the Super Bowl and they're going to put it as the Bill Belichick Super Bowl. Yeah, that stops now. <laughs> that, that better stop now. Uh, I've seen no genius here. Now, granted, some players opted out, yada, yada, yada. But, you know. We always hear it, next man up, next man up, until it's a really good team, until it's a good team that's been better for the better part of the decade, really good, then it's, oh, well, it's injuries and people opting out and people leaving. If this was anybody else, we'd be killing them. We'd be killing them. But because it's Bill Belichick, he's getting a pass this year. And rightfully so, I get it. Six Super Bowls, yada, yada, yada. That's fine and dandy. But if this were anybody else, he would be getting killed. So I'm going to hold Bill to the same standard as, hey, I get it. Players opted out. You don't have Tom Brady anymore. You're two and six. At this point, save your creativity, save your genius for later. Because it is a wash season and you need all the high draft picks you can get. So that's gonna that's the last big disappointment. Now let's go to some big surprise. Big surprise over the weekend. And I'm gonna start off with college football because college football is back and it is amazing to have football on Saturday and Sunday. It is the best feeling in the world. I'm gonna start with West Virginia over Kansas State. And possibly other than the Michigan one, the biggest upset of the week. Uh, West Virginia beat Kansas State, 16th ranked Kansas State, 37 to 10. Now, I know, understand, you know, not a lot of people, you know, under, don't even know who West Virginia is or who Kansas State are, but for that, for West Virginia to go in and beat Kansas State, that's a pretty big improvement on West Virginia's standpoint. Now, Little by little, you're starting to see the classmen, the recruitment, starting to show for West Virginia. They're going to get better as the time goes on. But for them to beat Kansas State, that was that was a big upset. The second one, how about those Vikings, man? How about Dalvin Cook? Four, four total touchdowns and 200-plus yards in total offense for that guy. Those are quarterback numbers, what he threw up there. He's the reason the Vikings won. He scored all those touchdowns, 28-22. They beat the Packers. Now, the Packers, this is sort of their kind of you-made-your-bed, line it moment. Because they realize the defense isn't that good. We saw it on Sunday. Their tackling was horrible. Their angles were off. And that's the same thing that happened to them last year. They had a not okay defense, but Aaron Rodgers carried them. It's just like he's doing now. But you would think the Packers would at least try to ump the defense, but instead, in the first round, they go for another quarterback. In the second round, they go for a running back, which, by the way, hasn't even done anything. And when you draft players in the second, you expect them to be starters. He hasn't done anything. He has not done anything. So for me personally, this was a big upset only due to the fact that this is the you made your bed lying at moment now. 
When the Packers needed help, they're not getting it. Tomorrow's the NFL trade deadline. They got to make a move. <laughs> they got to make a move because that defense is horrendous. Even with the Smith brothers, Sedarius and Preston, they're still not getting pressure. Their secondary looks lost. The linebackers are taking bad angles, and their defensive line is generating zero to no pass rush at all. But Matt LaFleur, it all comes down to it from general manager to, you know, head coach. We need points, and that's the style of the NFL. Well, we need to score 45. No, you just need to score enough and have a decent defense to have a balanced team. And, and that's the thing. The Chiefs last year that won the Super Bowl, their defense ranked in total for the whole year, 25th. That's right. That Kansas City team had the 25th best defense in the NFL. But they did enough. They did enough. Now, they can always be better, but they did enough. Why? Because they had a good offense, a great offense, and the defense caused enough turnovers. And enough stops for the Chiefs to score. And that's the problem. Aaron Rodgers, it seems like every week he's in a shootout with some of these teams. And it came down to this where they met a Vikings team on a good day and beat them pretty bad. So I hope Green, Green Bay is one of those teams that has to make a move. They got to make a move defensively. Or wide receiver, because Devontae Adams is cannot just be the only answer. So, And then last, the biggest surprise to me, the Cincinnati Bengals defeating the Tennessee Titans. I don't know, folks. Joe Burrow looks like an NFL quarterback to me. He looks like a, <laughs> a prototypical NFL quarterback. And if Cincinnati builds this thing right, Cincinnati's going to be in good hands for the next 15 years. And as far as the, for the Titans, Derrick Henry did his thing. Where was Ryan Tannehill? Where was Ryan Tannehill? You paid him all that money. Derrick Henry keeps doing his thing. He went over 100 yards, a couple touchdowns. Where's Ryan Tannehill? I mean, you paid them quarterback money to be quarterback. And for the people that are going to listen to this, oh, well, the Cincinnati Bengals just had a great defensive day. When? You're telling me you can only put 20 on the Cincinnati Bengals? Maybe you guys just, maybe the Titans had an off day and that happens, but against the Bengals, against the Bengals defense. And speaking of defense for the Titans, Clowney, not worth the money, man. He was not worth the money. Vic Beasley, not worth the money. Their better days are behind them. And it's sad because they're probably not even going to hit 30 pretty soon. And their best days are already behind them. I have as many sacks as Clowney this year. I have as many sacks as Vic Beasley. And yet they're getting paid eight to nine million dollars a year to do what? Show up? Yeah, if I'm the Titans, I'm really considering I'm really considering all possibilities because for your two best edge rushers to have zero sacks, yeah, it's just not worth it. It is not worth it at this at that price range. Nah. 
you got to find either something else for them to do, switch the scheme, give them a better scheme to open up their play. But it's just whatever it's running over there, it's not working. So for me, that was the biggest upset. The Bengals over the Titans. Joe Burrow, you know, he did his thing. Cincinnati did their thing. And, you know, we'll see if the Titans can bounce back because, whew, this is going to be one of those uh, stingers down the road when it comes to playoff times. Like, oh, yeah, that law. One of those losses you're going to look back and be like, man, how do we lose to the Titans? And that's going to be – or how do we lose to the Bengals? That's going to be the Titans. So, and lastly, what a game today. That Monday Night Football, what a game. The Buccaneers defeat the Giants 25-23, to but it was nothing but short of excitement. The Giants had them. The Giants had them. It's just, again, Daniel Jones just, you know, doing his best Eli Manning impersonation and giving up the games at the very last minute. You know, Daniel Jones, 25 of 41, 256 yards, two touchdowns, and not one, but two turnovers. And he rushed three for 20 yards. Wayne Gilman, 12 attempts, 44 yards rushing. Sterling Shepard, eight receptions, 74 yards. And Golden Tate and Deion Lewis each got a reception for a touchdown. And defense only came out two sacks. So that's not going to stop Tom Brady. It was working. It was working, but then Tom Brady figured it out, and Brady just being Brady, he figured it out, and that's how they ended up winning. So Brady going 28 of 40, 270 yards, 79 yards for two touchdowns. Leonard Fournette, 15 attempts, 52 yards. This is an interesting one. Ronald Jones, seven attempts, 23 yards, a couple receptions, and a lost fumble. Now, we know. Head-to-head, Ronald Jones is the better running back than Leonard Fournette. Why Bruce Arians decides to pull Ronald Jones after one fumble is beyond me. Because after that, he was only seeing like a few other snaps, and that was it. Bruce Arians, that was a very almost costly mistake. I don't know what the deal is with, you know, Bruce Arians about, you know, splitting. I mean, I understand you got to split the carries, but to just take him out of the game and just for that fumble alone, it happens. And to be fair, that was a very terrible throw by Brady. Jones had to adjust his feet, catch it, try to make a play, and he fumbled it on a very bad throw by Tom Brady. And you're going to bench him for that? God, I hope the rest of the guys don't mess up. I hope the wide receiver doesn't drop a ball because, hey, you're gone. I hope Tom Brady doesn't throw an interception because you're being benched. I hope a lineman doesn't miss an assignment because you're benched. Overall, this is just Bruce Arians just trying to show his power, trying to show his authority. Because regardless of what he says, that this is my decision decision to bring Antonio Brown. It wasn't. Stop kidding yourself. Tom Brady wanted Antonio Brown. Tom Brady's getting Antonio Brown. You're just there to make sure the offense runs smoothly. You're not. 
you're a good coach. But other than that, that's about it. There's a reason you retired because you lost a lot and you retired. And you wanted to come back. You did everything you could with Jameis. It wasn't working out. So you got Tom. I understand that. You just needed a quarterback to be balanced. And that's what it showed. Just be a more balanced quarterback. But for you to flex your power and say, all right, Jones, sit down after that fumble. That That's ridiculous. But Mike Evans, the big hero, five receptions, 55 yards, one touchdown. And the defense came out big again. Arguably, if not the best, at least the second best defense in the NFL. Two interceptions, three sacks, seven tackles for losses. And for the Giants, it's going to be one of those years. And if things are going the way they are, is Daniel Jones your man? Now, I know I'm hearing, I'm going to hear this. Well, you know who threw a lot of interceptions early in their career? Peyton Manning. Yeah, but Peyton Manning at least never overthrew guys on a constant basis. He never made a, you know, constantly stupid throws. He's done some bad throws, but stupid throws constantly? Not not Manning. And if you're Daniel Jones, how much more time do you have? Like, be to be truly honest with yourself... I get it. You lost Saquon Barkley. Your wide receivers are not bad. They're decent. Tight end game's okay. You got no running back. You got no running game. Your offensive line is always reshuffling. But at some point, you have to show up for the team. And that's just not happening with you. That's just not happening with Jones. It's There's no urgency of him. There's no urgency of, oh, man, you know. I got to be better. I got to be better. Wentz yesterday, he had a terrible game. But at least he can go out there on the podium and say, I'm just going to keep being me. We're winning, so I'm just going to keep being me. There's no urgency. For Jones, it's just, um, you know, we'll be back. We're just going to look at the film, and we're just going to make sure that. That's not the leader. That's not the leader of the franchise. That sounds like a guy that doesn't even care, that doesn't even want to participate he doesn't want to be the quarterback of the Giants anymore Wentz four turnovers I'm hat backwards which some of you you know I hate to say it, some of you boomers need to really chill out because it's just a style I understand back then probably a back you know backwards hat man gangsta and all this stuff you guys need to chill it's just a style doesn't mean anything you know, he at least Wentz can stay was up there like, look, I know I play terrible, but I'm gonna be me. I don't care. Hate me or love me. I'm gonna find every way to do win this game. And he's gonna keep doing it. For Jones, after watching this press conference, oh well, you know, we're just gonna look back in the film and make sure that, you know, everything's fine and dandy. We're gonna win with the guys we got. The hell is that? The hell is that? If that's the Giants quarterback, I'm looking somewhere else next year because these next eight games are going to be very – it's a make or break for Jones, these next eight games. He has to show something with the next few weeks because if not, somebody – either they draft one or somebody's going to get let go and the Giants are just going to have to take their chances somewhere else because if the league has shown, there's no more patience anymore. 
if Josh Rosen can get let go after one year after being a first round pick, Daniel Jones is not safe. He's not. A lot, if they can pull Mitchell Trubisky after starting three and zero, no one's safe in this league. So we'll see what happens. But for Jones, he's got to pick something up, or it's just going to be another head, you know, another search for the next uh, Giants quarterback. And you know, I can tell you this much: I know there's some Giant fans or Giant friends I have. I know Eli wasn't the best, but was he the worst? You never appreciate until you never appreciate what you have until they're gone. So we're gonna end it on that note. And on that one, I want to thank everybody that's tuning in. I want to thank everybody that is supporting the podcast. You know, for the day oneers, you know, thank you for being there all the way. And for the newcomers, thank you for joining the party. It's gonna always fun. As I mentioned, it's all sports talk and strictly that, nothing else. And before we go couple promotions for us we got e posky custom cups you can find them on instagram they ship nationwide so if you guys got any cool ideas they put up some new stuff some new material up on their instagram check them out that is e posky e-p-a-w-s-k-y on instagram second we got custom lily creations they are she is a t-shirt designer you can find her on instagram and facebook they she ships nationwide So if you got anything coming up like relevant, like graduations, family reunions, Thanksgiving's right around the corner. So maybe you want to make T-shirts for that. The holidays are coming. You want to give somebody a present. Hey, look her up. She's a very talented lady. So that is Custom Lily Creations on Instagram and Facebook. If you're in the Roland Heights area of California, Happy Hippie Massage. You can find her on Instagram. She is a massage therapist and health educator. So if you want to get your mind right, your body right, Happy Hippie Massage. Message her for rates, uh, pricing, whatever questions you might have, Happy Hippie Massage. She'll answer them for you. Then lastly, we got Prime Equity Mortgage. They operate wholesale. They work with 50 leading banks to get the client the most comfortable loan for their situation. They deal with FHA, VA, conventional, and hard money loans. They also help people refinance their home. You can find them on Facebook under the Andrew Caseta Home Mortgage Group. And if you have any questions, you can email my good friend Jay Avalos at PEMTG.com. Again, that is J-A-V-A-L-O-S at PEMTG.com. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Uh, We'll see what we got tomorrow. Tomorrow's the NFL trading deadline. So there's already been a couple moves, but we'll get more into that tomorrow. Um, It's going to be a crazy day tomorrow. So, you know, for other reasons as well. So my message, you know, before we clock out tonight is, you know, just be safe. Do what you got to do. Don't. Just tomorrow, let's just all be human beings and not act crazy out there. And whatever happens, happens. And let's just come together as a country. As I mentioned on Friday, let's treat each other as human beings first before we even look what they look like, what their status is. Just treat each other like human beings. That That's my message. And with the NFL trade line tomorrow, I'm sure, you know, that's going to be a big distraction for me. So... Other than that, we will see you guys tomorrow. Have a wonderful Monday night. Take care.